Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 163 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa, and it is my favorite coffee. You know how I can say that for a fact now? Because I've been out of Couchtown for two weeks, and I've been finishing off these little bags of coffee that I have had over the you know last few months, where every now and then I want to try a different one just to try it. And I'm going to be so happy to get some Couchtown in. So uh, hats off to them over at Couchtown. I used my own coupon code, and you can use it too. Go to CouchtownCoffee.com, find a coffee you like. And when you do, make an order and let them know Audible Farm sent you, and you will get 20% off. Why? Because Couchtown Coffee is that awesome. Thank you, Couchtown. This episode, I'm sitting down alone unfortunately i had scheduled out some podcasts and then i realized i had some gigs booked on the days where i would schedule them out unfortunately so uh this is what we're gonna end up with is a solo episode this week i had debated releasing an episode a couple days late but i decided against doing that I guess I, I don't know. I don't know what what would be better or worse um, to skip a week or or not. So I opted to go that route. So uh, hopefully that's the right thing to do. I'm not sure if it is, but uh, hopefully that is the right thing to do. Um, it had I had originally taken a week off not too long ago, and I don't really want to do that too often. People are always like, "Oh my gosh, what happened with taking a week off?" You know. And uh, it does happen, and it's unfortunate, but uh, I guess a solo episode is better than no episode. I think I actually say most of this in the intro um, of the episode, so hopefully I don't go over too much of this. Uh, Go check out some local music, go check out some jam nights, Uh, let me know where all the fun stuff is at, and I'll try to get to some of the shows as well. Check out some of the older episodes. Um, The episode that I had with Heavy Radio as actually posted on their website as well as a couple of other episodes that kind of coincide with that Raven show that's coming up not too long. So check that out for all the fans of Heavy Metal. Um, That's such a good show. They talk to so many cool people on there. Uh, It's pretty wild, actually, to to know how many famous people they've had on there. And then I'm in there as well. So uh, it's kind of wild to be in with some, some pretty cool names and some pretty awesome people. So hats off to them for doing the cool work over there having me on and uh thanks for that split episode we did a couple weeks ago anyways i'm not going to ramble too much more this is a short episode this week i kind of talk about past shows upcoming shows uh things i've been thankful for playing in the music scene kind of an odd anniversary that had happened and uh that i noticed had come through which uh was not necessarily the anniversary i remember in my mind but it actually is uh anyway yeah whatever we'll get into it in the the upcoming episode and uh i'll see you guys in the outro this is episode 163 and it's a solo episode it's the audible farm podcast with your host peter stockdale buddy ah flying solo once again this week it's a little rough but uh i guess it's better than no episode but i do have some scheduled so no fears on that front hopefully uh it is tough to get schedules down with people but um you know i guess my schedule is just as busy so it is kind of weird when uh people ask what dates i'm free 
and I give them this odd window so that it's, I get it. I'm not making excuses. It's, uh, it's just what happens. So, um, unfortunately or fortunately, I guess uh, I'm alone this week. I do have a couple things to talk about. Um, nothing super important coming up, I guess, but, uh, I did want to give a shout out to the 11th annual Monsters Ball. It was also, um, I guess let's start there. So that's, uh, the 11th time that this Halloween show has happened in Fort Dodge. And, uh, it was also Theo's see a later blowout. So, uh, Theo Clark, who is loved in the community as an artist, um, is moving. So this was kind of his big blowout party as well. They just kind of conjoined the two and it was really good time. Uh, there was costume contests, tons of people in costumes, people dressed up as all sorts of things. Um, I was the macho man, Randy Savage, uh, if anybody was wondering, but, uh, I don't know. I guess I don't even know if there was a picture of it posted. There's lots of pictures of that around floating around on the internets somewhere. So, uh, I guess look, look for them. They're out there somewhere. Otherwise I've got some, um, there's some of me wearing the suit over the years too. So, so just check it out. I don't know. That was, that was a fun show. If you missed it, you totally missed out and that's unfortunate, but, uh, I was there because I was playing with Jesse. Uh, it was the opening band, me and Jesse, and well, I guess we should say Jesse and the Rascals. Is that the new name? Um, that might be a thing. I don't know. We've we would like said it as a joke so much that it kind of became a thing. Um, so Jesse Wilson and the Rascals. So Jesse had booked a show uh, with a full band to play there to open up for Brutal Republic, which um, you know, bucket list could check. That's what I'm talking about. Open up for brutal Republic. Hey, it's cool. I don't know. You got to have these little victories, man. Uh, that's one when I was really young, actually, I was in a band in high school and it's not that we weren't good, but all we could play was like covers and things like that. And, um, Jeremy actually tried to book us on a show, but it was one of those types of shows where we couldn't just sit there and play covers the whole night. So, uh, we had to decline it, but that was when I was really young, uh, and Jeremy was, uh, really young as well. So it's kind of crazy to think that, um, that long ago, you know, I've had this kind of like interaction with him to an extent with when it comes to playing music and things like that. So, uh, it's pretty sweet to know that I, I finally have opened up for Brutal Republic. Um, I don't actually think I've ever done that. So, uh, we'll just call this the time it happened and boom, it's off the bucket list. So, uh, it's the little victories in life. I don't know. Uh, just playing local music is, it's been one of those crazy things. Cause I spent so much time down in the Des Moines scene playing and watching music that, um, I had been to most venues there and played in most venues there, um, in one capacity or another with, uh, one band or another to see, you know, what all the different venues are about and who's there. And it's kind of fun to see like uh, this place is easier or harder to load in or load out of, et cetera, et cetera. So I do kind of enjoy going to different venues just to see what, what the, you know, not just what it's like to play in front of the different people there, but what the venue itself is like. And, um, you know, I was afforded the opportunities to do that up North here. Um, long after I was going to shows, I'd been to so many places and seen so many of my friends play music up North here in northern Iowa, well, I guess north central Iowa, that, uh, I mean, I'd driven all over the place, and I haven't played at a lot of places up until the last, uh, literally the last year, because 
I sat down and I found a memory of it. And Halloween last year was the first time I played uh, with Jesse Wilson. And I was actually playing bass with him that night, which is kind of a weird thing to think. I guess most people consider me a guitarist. But I did play a lot of bass at jam nights because nobody else was there, you know. Um, and then Owen showed up and I quit playing bass altogether. <laughs> and that's a joke, but it's almost serious too. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout out to Owen as well. But, yeah, that's kind of how that story all shook down. And, um, you know, because I played bass with them and then slowly moved to, like, playing guitar and then lead guitar. And, you know, we've been playing all these duo shows with them. Uh, across the state, I mean, we've been to pretty much the easternmost tip and the southernmost tip of the state, and uh, before the end of the year, we're going to go to the northernmost tip of the state, so it's pretty cool. We, like, other than playing as far west as we could pretty much get, that's the only one that's, like, eluded us, so we've pretty much played the state corner to corner, top to front to back or whatever, so it's kind of cool to have, you know, played those venues that I've seen other people playing at and then also play at every venue in like Fort Dodge pretty much that has the availability to have music. Um, you know, I almost wish I could promote it, but it'll be the, this would have happened the day before this episode even comes out. So it's not going to matter, but like, I guess we should just say like, Oh yeah, last night I played at sneakers and it was amazing. And if you weren't there, you missed it. That's pretty much how I should have just phrased it from the get go. Um, I'm going to leave this all in here cause that's, that's just kind of a fun one, I guess. So, uh, you know, I, I like playing at all these different places and having the, you know, the ability to do all these things that I, um, like I said, are little victories of mine where it's kind of like, play at shiny tap you know let's let's see what that's like boom you get to shiny tap you know and then it's like let's do sneakers and then it's i've played at sneakers with as many different iterations of jesse wilson's music as i you know you could think of plus i've played there with clint Riedel before um a handful of times actually believe it or not so uh you know it's kind of crazy to be able to go there and play with all the different people and and kind of venture around to all of the different venues that um, you know, I guess like, it's kind of one of those things I, it's not like I'm, I have a checklist and I'm checking everything off that way, but it's, you know, it's just stuff that's in the back of my mind. Like I wished I would have been playing for much longer, you know, and I, I think about things like that, um, which I guess kind of brings me a little bit, uh, to my next point, but, uh, let's wrap up that, uh, monster's ball. So that was a really cool time. If you missed out, uh, sorry, but, um, you know, that, Sad to see Theo go. Uh, just kind of met him recently, but uh, hats off to him. Uh, all the best wishes. Uh, thanks for putting on the Monsters Ball, and thanks for inviting Jesse Wilson. And Jesse, thanks for bringing me with. Boom. So, yeah, I was uh, giving a guitar lesson the other day, and I was trying to think of songs that the um, kid would know, and I was throwing out songs, and the kid was just like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And I didn't really even think about it. And I eventually dwindled down to, like, realize that uh, this kid was born after I graduated high school. And he's, like, a teenager and stuff. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm kind of getting old, you know. <laughs> like, it, it kind of dawned on me finally. Like, I I mean, I it's definitely dawned on me uh, much earlier than that. But at the same rate, that was, like, one that hit me. I was just like, holy cow, this is crazy. Like, this person doesn't know references from, like, the early 2000s. Oh, it's because they weren't born yet, you know. <laughs> so it's, uh, that's okay. All right. Sounds good. 
But, you know, I got a little taste of that when I went back to college as well. So it's not that big a deal, but it is kind of funny to sit and think about that stuff when it comes down to recommending songs or trying to show bands to people who are like, you know what Leonard Skinner is? And it's like, no. It's like, oh, hmm. That's kind of weird, you know. Everyone knows who that is. But then, you know, not everyone does, honestly. There's there's so many people that are just like, I know songs. I have no clue who sings them. I don't know what they're called, you know. And I was, I'm, I'm like that with certain genres. I've heard them a million times, and it's like, I don't know who sings this song, but I know it exists. And, uh, uh, yeah, I guess you can't know everything, but at the same rate, it is cool to see that there are people that are that young out there playing music. Um, I was taking like a short inventory of my podcast episodes over the last week and I don't know last week I debated like replaying an episode or doing like a best of or something like that but I eventually was just like I'll just let the sleeping dog lie and I'm sorry you know for you know not doing an episode not not last week two weeks ago it it I don't know it kind of bumps me out but at the same rate um it happened and I I apologize so um and this week you're stuck with me being solo so uh, I apologize for that too, but some people out there say they like it because I bridge topics that I wouldn't normally ask someone. Maybe that's because I'm nice and I should, you know, interview a little bit tougher, but at the same rate, that's just, that is what it is. But yeah, seeing these youngsters out there, it's crazy to see them out there. And, you know, I, I play music with a couple of people that are younger than me uh, on a consistent basis. And I, when I say younger, I mean like almost 10 years younger, like, and, and, almost 15 years younger it's kind of crazy to go out there and think that um these people are that good and they're playing when they're that young you know and and to, to be able to do that you know and i've given guitar lessons to people that have um you know before they graduated high school had pretty much surpassed the knowledge that i could have given them so um i had pretty much just recommended them to a handful of different places and sent them on their way so that's you know, it's kind of wild to to think that about, I guess, like, people that are that young. Because I wasn't, it's not that I wasn't that good when I was young, but I guess I just didn't have, like, the passion or the availability uh, to learn it, etc. But I also have to, like, try to relay to people, like, YouTube wasn't around when I first, you know, like, started playing guitar. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy to say, you know. There weren't even really, like, guitar tab websites um, there were a handful of like, di- you know, ones that had tabs, but they weren't super intricate and there wasn't like a zillion tabs on there either. So you had to kind of fish your way through and hope you could find something that looked like you might find, I don't know, like nowadays it's just easy. You just type in the title of a song and like afterwards it's just like lyrics, guitar chords, you know, like has that like listed as the next couple things down. You don't even have to think about it. There's a million videos on YouTube to show people how to do things, how to apply basic music theory to be able to play instruments. I never had that, you know, so, um, but then again, there's so many people that are so much older than me that didn't have the availability of, uh, you know, half of the things I do at the current state and how good are they? So I guess it's not really much of an excuse, um, but these youngsters out there are crushing it, um. I guess let's, let's, you know, I, like I said, I play with one of them, uh, frequently Owen, he's younger than me by quite a bit. And, uh, at jam nights, uh, Eric Lee shows up sometimes. I did a podcast with him and he's younger than me. He's about Owen's age. You know, they're, um, I think close to the same age. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's pretty fun to, 
to watch him play he played at the monsters ball they had like a little jam night in between the bands where people kind of just got up and mixed it up with whoever else was there and yeah i can't remember i think they were playing all along the watchtower and he was just shredding and shredding and shredding and shredding and shredding and it was like holy cow this kid can go you know and um hats off i couldn't do that when i was his age let alone i don't know if i can do it and i'm my age you know it's and that's the other thing it's just kind of crazy to know that sometimes when you get in the zone things like that happen because it's it it's not that he doesn't shred all the time because he does uh like i said uh i can't remember a couple months back i was just like who's playing guitar is that is that jeremy ober and i looked in and it was him you know so he does shred but he was just absolutely crushing that song and I was just like, oh, hats off, you know, hats off to him. And I just I just love seeing younger people play music. And I think there's like somewhat of an odd resurgence for musicians coming back. Um, a lot of us were just like, these younger kids are just on the DJ stuff with the beep boop machines. And I mean, <laughs> I, I was kind of the same way to an extent. All they do is just go up there with a Mac and hit the space bar. And they're like, yeah, and pyro goes off and everyone thinks they're the best. But that's actually like, you know, having watched and talked to other DJs and things like that, like some of the best ones out there are actually very busy while they're doing their stuff. But I just thought that's what everyone wanted to do nowadays was like electronic music. So um, it's nice to see there's so many younger people out there playing music now and just crushing it. I'm glad there's availabilities for these people to go out there and play music Um, and, you know, whether or not it's in Northern Iowa, I know there's all ages shows that happen all the time down in Des Moines. And I've played with, I've actually played with a couple bands down in Des Moines. Uh, one time I can't remember the name and that's unfortunate, but, uh, it was an all ages show. And one of the bands up there sounded like something like Testament meets Slayer. You know, it was just like, this is insanity. And I think like one of the people in the band was 18 and the other two were like just like 16 and 17 or something. It was just like, this is nuts. This is too nuts. You know, like you guys are just out there slaying it. And I, I can't remember who they were, but, uh, and that's unfortunate. Otherwise I'd give them a shout out. That's another thing. I've seen so much live music over the years and it's tough to keep track of everybody. And it's, it's kind of stinks when you're just like, who's that one band we played with that one time and we were at Hall or something, you know, Boggs Hole Avenue Tavern in Des Moines. And it's like, well, I've played there 40 times. So, like, I don't remember, you know, what band it would have been. Sorry. And, you know, I guess it's just the way it happens sometimes. But it's, it's, I guess it's neither here nor there. But I do like going to watch live music. I do like going to see new bands play. Um, it is surprise, you know, it's nice and surprising when you go watch a band, uh, play and it's actually like really really good and you're just like holy cow I did not know that this was going to be this you know freaking good and some of those bands like that catch you off guard it's like this is what I'm here for I want to be caught off guard by something so like the one of the first times I remember that happening like ridiculously happening while I was on a show with a band was the band sports team who turned into tv cop and I was there and I was like Saw somebody get a trombone out, and I was like, all right, I'll stick around for this. You know, I was going to school at the time, and I was like, I, I don't have the time to spend too much time here, but I will sit here for a little bit, and I'll give this some of my time before I have to go home and do homework or whatever. So I watched it, and I ended up staying the whole time. I was like, this is insane. This is crazy. This is so good. And they became one of my favorite bands around the state. 
and uh you know i mean they're still going still making music as far as i know i saw something where they were maybe playing a show um maybe released something actually i I can look it up but before i do look it up i do want to say that um i played a show with three finger betty over the weekend and um it was a halloween all ages show so it was on sunday afternoon pretty much and it was a fun show as well. It was fun to see people dressed up. And I played with a band that was called Frago, F-R-A-G-O, Frago. Uh, I might be m- mushing the A up a little bit. Frago, Frago, yes. Uh, and I don't know exactly where they're from. Missouri somewhere, deep in Missouri. And they are way good. So it kind of sounds, I can't. Let's see, it says Leadwood, Missouri, Leadwood, rural town. Yeah, so it's two guys, and the sound is somewhere like a, I, I don't want to say like corn, but kind of, and like almost meets like a black label society, kind of. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's nuts. It's crazy to see the guys playing guitar with bass at the same time. And I mean, I've got the capacity to do it and I've done it a couple times in my basement for fun, but getting it to sound consistently good in a live application would be difficult. Um, you know, plugging all the stuff in and farting around. I mean, that's, you know, whatever, but the same rate, this band just crushed like from start to finish. Um, the only reason I say they, uh, I think somebody said they kind of sounded like corn before we saw them and then we saw them and they actually did play a corn song, but I, I don't know if that would be like the heaviest influence I would give them, uh, but they crushed it. They were absolutely really good. So I don't know if they're coming. They'll, they'll probably come back up here again. But I think they drove like, I don't know, like six hours or seven hours one way to to play the show. I think I don't know if they had another show closer the night before or not. But you know, hats off to them for having the desire to come up here. They're absolutely like I said, they absolutely slayed. If anybody's in the Missouri area, check them out. Um, I'm gonna follow them on Facebook. So. Uh, yeah, man, check them out. They're great. It was a really good show. Uh, everybody did a really good job. And, uh, once again, the Des Moines scene, just love going down there and playing. I love seeing all the same people that I see at, um, a lot of shows. There's a lot of people that are there to support almost every single act. Um, there's some people that like leave shows to go watch other bands at different places. So it's like kind of crazy to think like you were at a show watching bands and you left there to go to a different place to watch more bands at a different place you know it's like holy cow that that's dedication right there so um it's crazy to see those people at the scenes you know and it's like oh you're at our show tonight this is so cool and you know so hats off to everybody that uh comes out to the shows down there it's nice to see you guys out there playing so um i three finger betty is still taking bookings um so if you want anything to do with that check them out three finger betty Betty Band um, on Facebook or at Three Finger Betty everywhere else. I'm going to see about. I think I might have an in on being able to change the Facebook back to normal, but we'll cross that river when we come to it. Uh, getting the Facebook hacked is, <laughs> and and having to restart everything just absolutely bothers me still. Um, but there's nothing I can do, so unfortunately, I just you know I have to let the sleeping dog lie. Uh, on that but 
protect your guys' social media. I don't even care if it's just your personal social media or your personal profiles everywhere. It's That was one that was like a big lesson. Like, oh, this does happen to people. And uh, it affected me uh, indirectly. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's I'm just over here cruising the Facebook to, to cruise around on it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have too much else to talk about. I did want to talk about those two Halloween shows I played recently. Uh, like I said earlier... Um, last night we played at sneakers and it was awesome. Uh, as I'm recording this, it's actually, uh, hasn't taken place yet, but let's just imagine it has and just be like, you guys can just like comment and be like, yeah, I was there. It was really good. And I'll be like, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. So to anyone that was at the sneaker show, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, this weekend I'm playing with Jesse again, and I think we're playing in Okaboji this weekend or Arnold Park somewhere up in that, um, general vicinity. I, I don't really, I guess, oh yeah, my phone's not able to be used at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's, that's Friday, Friday night. Uh, so check that one out. That'll be a good time if you guys are up there in that area. Otherwise, I don't think I have any shows this weekend other than that. Um, do have to say thank you to people that have been buying the shirts. I did have a couple online orders come in. I really appreciate it. Uh, a couple of them I had hand delivered, so I gave them a bunch of stickers since they lived in town and it was just like, well, you paid for shipping. Here you go. So take a pile of stickers with you. Everyone says yes. And everybody wins. So if you guys are looking for any audible farm merch, that's where it's at. Uh, I think I'll promote that more in the outro though. So I don't know if I have anything else really to say. Um, um, let's see here. I don't know if I talked about the jesse's music video release party that he had uh he came out with a music video for river road uh i'll just recap that real quick but yeah i can't remember if i talked about that or not that's like the worst part about taking a week off it's like it's almost like everything that happened before then just never actually happened so um yeah i did the music video release party for river road and it was really fun jason Braunschweig was there and uh he took pictures uh, did an amazing job. Uh, there's a couple of them that Jesse sent me that are just, just like, this is insane how good it looks, how detailed it is, how sharp it is, like everything. I don't know. D- dude just crushed it, just absolutely crushed it. So hats off to him. Um, uh, like I said, if I didn't mention that before, I, just, I have to now. Uh, there was also a band photo of Jesse Wilson with The Rascals, and that one was taken by... T.F. Tim. Let's see here. T.F.C. Photography and Film. So, yeah, that one was taken there. We did actually took that while we were shooting the music video. Uh, That picture absolutely slams as well. I don't know why I said slams. It's a great picture. Uh, Hats off to everybody. I'll tell you what. I do take pictures sometimes and I share them online. I am not a professional. Uh, I will say yes. Sometimes some of my pictures turn out okay, but, um, these, these people know what they're doing and they're, they have every right to charge money to do what they do. So uh, if you guys want, there are reputable photographers out there and they're crushing it. So, um, you know, I get, I I would recommend it almost just, you know, hiring a photographer. It's fun to have somebody show up to a show and do what they want to do at a show 
and have a good time doing it and then you pay them to do that as well because that's kind of why we're there in the first place playing music plus you get all these cool shots that you can use for promotional things or or whatever you know slam a logo on it um whatever you know always giving the photographer their props even though you paid them because i still think it's fun to uh you know give the credit where the credit's due uh i do forget sometimes but I have been going through and trying to like collect pictures that people have sent me on different platforms over the years to try to amass at least some pictures of me playing guitar. Because most of the time when people would send me pictures of me playing guitar, it's like, oh, I feel bad saving this. Almost like if somebody opens up my my photos on my phone and it's just like all pictures of me playing guitar, it's like, ugh, this guy. You know, so I, I never really took too much time to save them and... It's kind of funny because there was like three periods in my life where I've had like a guitar as my profile picture. And uh, it was pretty much right when I got on Facebook. And then um, when I started playing music with Three Finger Betty. And then like recently uh, I have one up there now with me playing a guitar. And some of that's just because I play so much music now that it's actually like I feel like it's justified. I can have this guitar in my profile picture if I want to, you know. And uh but it is kind of funny to have like a guitar in your profile picture and just be like, I do also feel a little bit like that guy having, you know, it's like, look at me with a guitar, bruh, you know, I don't know. It is kind of funny though, too, because uh, I've played with like punk bands and I've, and otherwise, like a lot of people that don't know, there's some people that don't know I play music live and all they remember from me is like high school or before when I played instruments and they're just like, I can't believe you play guitar. And then they show up and they're like, you're actually pretty good. You know, uh, there's a lot of people I've, I've seen at shows that have never seen me play. And then when they finally see me, they're like, I didn't know you were good. you know, it's like, yeah, I guess, you know, there's, it's not like I'm an amazing guitarist, but it, you know, there is a reason that Jesse does keep me around, I guess. So um yeah I'm, I'm okay uh but it's it's really funny to like take the compliments and just be like yeah I guess sometimes it's so weird to think that because then if you put the shoe on the other foot it's like there are sometimes I've seen some other people play where it's just like holy moly this is really good like it had been so long in between the last two times I had seen Corey Waller play that I was just like wowie this guy's good <laughs> you know like uh super good at singing and everything so I like it when that kind of stuff happens where you're just like, holy cow, I forgot how good this person was. Uh, or seeing somebody for the first time and just like, they're just crushing it from the get go. And it's like, holy, holy crap, this person's, this person's doing good stuff. Like uh, when we played with music with Lee Klett uh, recently, and that was at uh, Stratford at copperhead and uh let's see here so we were at copperhead in stratford and he was there as well and it was like you want to get up here and play some music and he said sure and so we brought him up there and played some music with him um and lee like i said gets up there and just starts singing smooth as butter and playing guitar and it's like oh this guy's good he plays like two songs he's like i'm gonna stop so that way they can the band can get back up here and it's like yeah play a couple more dude like come with the palm of your hand keep going so, you know, that's another one where it's like, gosh, this guy's crushing it, you know. It's fun to see people out there doing that. Um, there was a point in time where I used to get, like, super intimidated. And I'd be like, I can't believe I have to follow this band. Or, like, you play with a band that you've seen a million times, and you're like, these guys are so good, I can't, I, I have to open up for them, and it makes me nervous. And it's like, it shouldn't, you know. You're just going to do good. So it's not like you should freak out about it or anything. 
or maybe you won't. I don't know. Maybe you won't do good. But at the same, <laughs> at the same time, like you're just sitting there freaking out about it, it's not gonna win you any favors. And that's another fun thing about like music and life in general is like a lot of these weird lessons you can learn from playing music can translate well to life. So, um, I guess the the toughest aspect would be applying it, wouldn't it? Uh, as we all know. So. I don't really have too much else to talk about. Uh, did Like I said, I played those shows, got some awesome photography. Um, those are pretty much the most recent shows that I've played, and I had a great time playing them. And it's been really busy this last year with Jesse. Uh, like I said, uh, the first time I ever played with him was Halloween last year. So it's been a full year, just over a full year now. And uh, so thanks, Jesse. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to check his stuff out, go to Jesse Wilson Music anywhere on social media. It's there. Uh, it's him. It's yeah. Like I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna type it in here. So Jesse Wilson music. All right. Oh, granted, I follow it, but it's the very first thing on on Facebook. There's music videos for it. Look, there there's music videos right there. Like top three are his music videos. So check him out. He's there. He's all over all over the Facebook, all over Instagram, and uh, YouTube as well. There's a, getting lots of videos on YouTube. Finally, he's starting to get. Just chugging them out there week after week, it seems like. So uh, check out his YouTube channel. Give him a subscribe if you like the music. And uh, to everyone that comes out watches us live, appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. And that's going to do it for this week, I think. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week. I'll see you in the outro. Yeah, I told you it was a short episode. We're just going with a little short guy this week. Nothing too long, because um, there's no guests, so I can only ramble about so much. And I made it through this whole week without doing gear talk, so uh, you're welcome to the people out there that don't like gear talk. And trust me, I get it. Uh, I was listening to a couple drummers recently at a show doing some gear talk, and I was just like, snooze fest, and it's like, oh, it's just because I don't play the drums. Um, I mean, I have played a set of drums, but I don't play the drums. So that's probably why I was just like, okay, I get it. No gear talk. Um, uh, yeah, but I mean, I'll still bust it out every now and then. But I, it is kind of a deterrent when it comes down to these episodes. I've noticed like significant drop off when the gear talk comes in. So I try to keep it to a minimum. And I didn't do any of it this week other than talking about how I didn't talk about it, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this week. And uh, next week, I, like I said, I've got a couple episodes scheduled out to be recorded between now and then so hopefully i can keep them and i'll double down you know for once and get ahead of the schedule maybe a little bit uh, which is the ultimate goal i kind of want to get out ahead of the schedule on this so if you guys have something coming out let me know i'll do my best to talk to you about what's going on in your musical world uh so that way i don't have to just keep updating people on what's going on in my musical world because I feel like a lot of my friends already show up to a lot of the shows and a lot of people I know uh, are consistent fans. So uh, if you guys want to check out Jesse Wilson's stuff, go to Jesse Wilson Music everywhere on social media. Uh, just search it. It's there. It's him. Uh, we play all sorts of music. He's got some awesome songs recorded, some awesome songs with music videos on YouTube, etc. So uh, hats off to him having another music video release party. Uh, you know, it's been a wild ride this last year watching him grow as a musician, and uh, I'm no different. I was sat back and listened to some of my previous efforts playing with him live, and it was just like, holy cow, I've come a long ways too. So, hats off to both of us. Um, you know, hats off to the Three Finger Betty guys, still crushing it out there. Uh, it's crazy to play shows with them and just how tight we are 
uh, regardless of the lack of amount of time we've had to practice, you know, compared to when we're playing 30 plus shows a year, um, you know, 40 shows a year almost. There was one year we almost did, I think, almost did 50. We were at 42, three, something like that. It's wild to play that many shows in a year with a band, uh, regardless of who they are. So, uh, hats off to those guys just out there crushing it. John's booking shows, still playing, even though he kind of wrecked his back, which is a real deal. Um, I do give him a lot of crap about it on stage, but uh, he did uh, pitch a nerve in his back to the point where it, you know, wrecked a bunch of stuff. So he's he's been slowly rehabbing that back, and uh, I guess I shouldn't play his play his card for him. But he's been but he's been rocking it. We've still been out there keeping all the bookings playing. So uh, I mean, absolute trooper, absolute trooper. I've had back issues before, so I don't really. Um, nothing that serious, of course, but uh, you know it's still kind of crazy to think like, man, he's still out there doing it. And that's dedication. That's what it takes. And so, it's uh, it's nice to know there's people out there, you know, at my side, you know, that have that kind of dedication. And all I gotta do is fill in the gaps. So hats off to them for just crushing it, week in, week out, every single day, um, booking all those shows, and uh, just inviting me along for the ride. So hats off to you guys doing that. Um, been tons of fun it's been a real fun year let's close this year out awesome uh if you guys want to talk to me hit me up audiblefarm.com there's a submission link in the bottom of the website there a uh, little form you can fill out sends me an email otherwise just hit me up on social media i'll get back to you and we can uh, schedule something out hopefully uh, like i said i i went back at one point in time through all my messages that i had some of them were unanswered some of them were were answered and had we hadn't gotten a date scheduled out so i'd rescheduled a bunch of those and some of those ended up falling falling through and some of them ended up you know getting taken so uh, i'm going to go back through again this week in my downtime um yeah right downtime uh in my downtime um and try to message some more people and get some more stuff scheduled out so uh, hit me up, like I said, hit me up if you want to be on the on the podcast. Uh, otherwise, if you guys had a past guest that you really liked, who was your favorite past guest that I should have on again? Uh, drop it in the comment section. Say, like, my favorite guest so far on your podcast has been this person. You know, so I, uh, I do know who's have been most popular. I can definitely see those statistics. But I want to know who you guys uh, specifically thought you enjoyed the most. So uh, hit me up. I'd love to have somebody back for round two talk to them again about other other music stuff or just uh, whatever else they have going on in their life you know uh this sometimes these podcasts get a little derailed kind of like this outro and uh they just kind of take on a life of their own so uh yeah we're gonna end this so check it out audiblefarm.com for all the audible farm stuff it's audible farm on all social media there's the audible farm shop where you can buy t-shirts and uh keychains and stickers oh my and uh, there's also the Audible Farm Patreon channel where you can watch the video versions of this podcast. It's a dollar a month, and that's all it costs. That's like 25 cents an episode, uh, and you can watch them forever. Um, you know, and if, if you subscribe now, there's like 50 episodes, you know, 50-some, 63 or 4 episodes on there now uh, with video. So you can just subscribe for a month and just binge it and then stop if you want. I mean, that's cool, I guess. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Subscribe on all social medias. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm out this week, so uh, I'll check you next week. I do have guests, hopefully. Keep your fingers crossed. All right, peace. Peace.